you got to understand that if you don't exit yourself from being the primary re revenue generator, there's no way you're going to maximize the value of your business. See, the thing is, people build their businesses without understanding where the real value is. So you spend a lot of time, energy, and effort doing the wrong things, practicing, only to find out later if you just made a few tweaks. Now, I'm telling you this as somebody that when I go back and I look at my bad decisions, I cost myself over a quarter billion dollars in three different things that I screwed up, that sold, that I started. But because I did not understand this, I didn't understand the math, I moved away from it and other people got the value that I started, I created, it was my idea, and over a quarter of a billion dollars is transacted and I got zero. So I have a choice, I can be pissed, I can be angry, or I can go choose to learn from my mistakes and, and multiply how fast I can earn now. Because the whole art in scaling is pulling time and money forward. If you pull time, plus dollars forward, and you get time and dollars working for you over time, it multiplies. I brought Pat Morstad in February of last year. He had a $1 million landscaping business and he was paying himself $100,000 a year for 14 years. Between, November, or between February and December, we grew that business to $3.5 million and he paid himself, after he paid all my fees, $580,000. That was five years, five years of time and money he pulled into the present time. This year, he'll do $5.5 million and he'll pay himself $1 million. Now think about this. 15 years. 15 years he pulled to the present moment. Do you know how much that million and a half dollars is going to be worth to him in 15 years? Pull time and money forward and get time and money working for you. That gives you all kinds of freedoms in the future. Now, you have to understand when people look at your business what they're valuing. And a lot of sellers get stuck on like, oh, you're buying my business because it's my brand and I built it and I work. Like, they don't care about that. They care about three things when you sell a business. And these three things you should be thinking about every single day you come to work. Because they're the three things that are going to pay you more money while you're the owner. They're the three things that will give you more money to pay your team to take the load off of your plate. And eventually, they're the three things that will drive the highest value for your business. And those are the three P's. Performance, predictability, and potential. Now, in performance, you have profitability. That's another P. How profitable are you today and how predictable is that profitability in the future? 
And then what is the actual potential? But here's the thing. If you don't know what you're doing, you sell your business and a buyer will trick you into buying it based on your business's potential. How I got 77 times EBITDA, which is why you want to be around people that know what the hell they're doing. I got it because I did not sell my business based on my potential. I sold my business based on the potential for the company that bought it for what they could do if they bought me. So knowing how to drive value and negotiate that value and determine value can make all the difference in the world because I could have easily, if I was a non-sophisticated seller, I could have had all the bankers and my friends and family telling me, you'll be lucky to get 12 times EBITDA. You'll probably get eight. Eight times 2.2 million is less than $20 million. It would have been easy for me to sell my business for that because everyone was telling me that's what it was worth. But because I knew what I was doing, I knew how to present it to a potential buyer and I had done my homework, I sold it for 151 million reported, 188 I believe total. That's a big difference. I think you guys would agree. That's a, that, making a mistake because you're not surrounded by the right people, that could cause problems. When business owners come in and they start wanting to tell me all about their business and how great they're doing and, and how valuable it is, I'm like, hey, time out. Just send me your financial statements. The finances in the business never lie. Who generates that revenue never lies. So if you're a business owner trying to sell me this $3 million business and you're generating all the sales, what's the likelihood I'm going to buy it without making you stay there to get your money for three to five years? Because if you're going to sell me on a five times multiple and you're going to want from me $5 million and you're generating all the revenue, I ain't buying it the risk with you leaving unless you're there for the five years to generate it. Well, then at what point, why would you sell it to me? makes no sense. So you got to understand that if you don't exit yourself from being the primary revenue generator, there's no way you're going to maximize the value of your business. And to understand what things need to happen in which breakpoints so you know how to drive the value of your business. Knowing what your owner's discretionary earnings are. Knowing what discretionary money you're running through the business. Now the Bankers, there's so much bad advice, by the way. If a banker got this business, they're going to add a bunch of stuff back into it and say, oh, it's discretionary. Remember the owner's discretionary earnings? And I'm going to say, that's great. But how much of the revenue is the owner generating? And if it's all of it, then I ain't buying that business without you staying there. So you go in and try to get a big valuation and you're just locking yourself into more years. Now, if you come to me with this business, you're like, the owner is on vacation six months out of the year. The owner hasn't physically been on that location in eight months. That business is worth more to me than if the owner's there every day. So you need to understand what things create value. And at which breakpoints, what things need to be in place to drive value. Because look at this. This is a $3 million business. This is worth $9 million. $200 million. There's a big I just helped my buddy sell his 170 million, he got $550 million for his business. You think he's gonna worry about money ever again? No chance. 
And the way you build your business, the specific intention around building your business should be built around knowing who your biggest, best buyer could be. Well, you're not going to find this out from some local guy that does five transactions a year as a merger and acquisition person because they're just trying to get their feet. And they're not going to have the depth, the wisdom. So learning to ask the right questions and what kind of deals your bankers are involved in and what they sold and how much they got. You need to know all this in order to work with the right people to give you the best advice. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you do. And what you do ultimately becomes your legacy.